Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these days. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. What is going on, you guys? Happy Friday, happy hour. Something about Fridays in the summer just hit different. They just hit different. And Ashley, I am going to tell you this because I think I need the world to know this week will put me in my grave. It's Speaking well. of hit, hitting different, Taylor Swift's song I'm obsessed with really quick. It's different, of course. Uh huh. I walked my hands of us in the club. You made a mess of me. Yeah, I know every damn word. There's certain songs that are just so infused with like your 20-something and your life is like really disheveled. Cruel Summer is one of them, like crying in the back of the car. And then that one's another one. (laughs) No, totally. And I want to inject it into my veins. But this week week is going to kill me and I'll tell you why. It will hit different. I already know why. I know your schedule front, back, and center. I called your publicist. I called your stylist. I called the makeup. Abby is performing this week at several different shows. At several shows. Yes. Monday through Sunday. I'm booked and busy. Um, Yesterday and today, we're recording this on a Tuesday, Whiskey Jam concerts. If you haven't been to Nashville, they're really fun and they're free, which, you know what is just insane to me? I remember when I first moved to Nashville, I was like, how are all these things just free? Like you just show up and you get your drinks and like, there's just always something going on. Because they coerce you with the $11 beers. That's how they get you. Yeah. But so two concerts with like multiple artists, which, you know, is kind of a lot to back to back. But then Wednesday is Miss Shania Twain. And there is nothing I love more than Shania Twain, but also Kelsey Ballerini is opening for her. Yeah, that will be really good. And that'll be a rich. We bought these tickets like eight or nine months ago before Kelsey even dropped her divorce EP situation Mm. so now she's like since blown up a lot so I'm really excited for that I will be wearing a two-piece fringe turquoise tinsel outfit with a extension ponytail with tinsel in it (laughs) you could stop traffic (laughs) no literally I'm gonna blind people Shania's gonna look at me from the stage and she's gonna be blinded and she's gonna fall off and I'm gonna all my fall I'm gonna get sued when I say you could stop traffic I always think when he when um what's her name Michelle Pfeiffer tells Mrs. Turnblad that in Hairspray. (laughs) (laughs) She could stop driving. I love when you remember the characters' names like that, so niche. Yeah. And then, as if that's not enough, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, CMA Fest. And it's not just nighttime concerts. It's also, like, daytime stuff in the 80-degree heat. That is fabulous. And obviously, the best of the best will be at all of these events at the CMA stuff. Yes. I will say, I feel like, for this being the 50th CMA Fest, the lineup they'll turn up. It's not as great oh. as I thought. It, like, no Carrie Underwood. Um, Eric Church, will he be there? Yeah, Eric Church busy? will be there. Obviously, there's a ton of huge names, so it's not like a terrible lineup by any means, but I just feel like there are some people missing, like no Morgan Wallen, obviously, because he's on like vocal rest. Um, no Brothers Osborne, but they're more niche. They're just for us. <laughs> Some things are just for us. Just for us. Like Kelsey Ballerini's not performing. I don't know. I just feel like there are some misses. Like no Keith Urban this hmm. year, I don't believe. Or actually, maybe Keith Urban is. I might misspeak. 
But anyway. You know what? I just had not not just I had a revelation while listening to Spotify in the car what? like last week. I don't think I sent it to you. So you know that I'm a big fan of Carly Pierce, even though I haven't seen her yeah. for some odd reason. I got late when she opened um, to the concert. But there used to be a band that I used to love about five years ago called the Josh Abbott Band. They're based in Texas. That's I don't know familiar. if you've heard. They're really good. Yeah, you should listen. But they're one of my favorite songs by them had a woman on it and it's called wasn't that drunk and I used to love that song so much I thought it was so good and then I listened to it for the first time in probably five to seven years and Carly Pierce is the woman on it it was before oh, she was huge that's actually really cool so listen to the song I just checked and Keith Urban is actually coming on Friday so I take it all back and something that will put you <laughs> in your grave is that Carly Pierce is coming on Thursday yeah well you told me that you weren't obsessed with her stage presence so like I'm okay dying not seeing her yeah just, her I'm voice was insane afar. but I will say like in terms of performing yeah. she's she she's no Taylor Swift no one is I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fan a fan from afar you know who else and is then I was gonna Carly? what you know who else is coming Joe Messina and Tanya Tucker. Oh, I love Joe Messina. We used to be three degrees of Joe D. That's why we're like, we like her, whatever, heads Carolina and stuff. Uh-huh. But we make her into a bigger thing than she is to us because we were three degrees away from her. Mm-hmm. It's the folklore of it all. Uh huh. You know what? It hit me like a ton of bricks the other day in the car. This is going to throw you for a loop. I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it always catches me super off guard when I remember it that the receptionist at Abby's lip filler place is Miley Cyrus's best friend, Leslie. My from best the song. friend, Leslie, says she's just being Miley. Yes. <laughs> I forget that that's a piece of folklore. And then I remember out of nowhere. And Miley's best friend, Leslie, since she was 14, just had a baby. So congrats to Leslie and her baby. <laughs> Congrats to Leslie. Give it up. Give it up. And the whole I have a button we can press that has clapping. And the whole Cyrus family. There's just <laughs> so many like niche, weird celebrity crossover things that have happened over the course of time. Just going to school in Southern California and living yeah, yeah, in Nashville, which is just We'll do an episode on it, a throwaway episode. Who are the hosts? Do you know? Lainey Wilson, Dirk Bentley, and L King. Okay, Motley Crue, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like them all, but that's a Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah, there was like a bunch of promotions happening with Lainey Wilson and Dirk Bentley like dressed in like redneck attire and they're doing this like weird cover of a song where they changed all the words to be like really funny and satirical. And I was like, literally, what's going on? And then later I realized. Where are you getting your costumes from? <laughs> and I also would like the record to state that El King's dad is Rob Schneider. Yes. And I just think yeah. it's really important that if anyone out there doesn't know that fact, that they know it now. Do you remember in Grown Ups when he has the three daughters mm-hmm. and the not hot one is, is standing at the treehouse and she's like, oh, he's such a perv. He's looking at me. But he's looking at the ones above her building the treehouse and she's like, oh, that perv won't stop looking at me. That and she looks just like Rob Schneider. That movie is unmatched. Honestly, I we need to watch it. Everyone again. needs to watch it now that summer has begun. It's like a good kickoff movie. A hundred percent. What costumes are you wearing? Okay, so I'm doing two girly cowgirl outfits with dresses and boots and like very feminine and then i'm doing two trucker hat aviator camo you know queen of the trailer park vibe okay so we're getting both sides and all sides of me as well so (laughs) it's gonna be quite the thing and i cannot wait to show everyone my looks my looks that i've come up that's fabulous well keep pumping out the content yeah, I'm going to wear my Coors Light jacket and I'm going to see how many men comment on it. It's always a fun game I like to play. 
So it's not as buttoned up the attire for this. No, no, it's no stagecoach. It's no like the festival. It's just different because like you're in Nashville, so people are already wearing like country stuff anyway. But it's a stadium thing. So you're if you just go to like the main events, you're just going to like a stadium for a concert. So it's not as mm. as like mm, it's outside. Yeah. And there's I thought that this was for some reason. I'm sorry. Am I losing my mind? Yeah. What you are. are you what are you going to? What are you going to? The CMA, CMA Fest. Fest. Oh, I'm getting it confused with the award show. And I was like, this is a weird time to be having the awards. Well, how would I have four outfits for one award show? I thought there was one award show and there was a bunch of events just surrounding it. No, so CMA Fest every year. The awards are like in the winter. Yeah, I already went to those. They're like in November yeah. or something. Yeah. Um yeah. Oh, this is just a bunch of concerts. This is four days of concerts, and it's is this even televised? It's not televised. Yeah, it will be. It's for me. Day. Yeah, for you. Oh, okay. For patrons, yeah. Um, it is televised, but it is. Why have I never heard a whisper? You have, have you ever have you ever gone to this? I went last year. <laughs> Come on, man! People fly in from all over the place. People flew flying in from Canada. They're messaging me on Instagram. What should we do in Nashville the week leading up to CMA Fest? I'm like. <laughs> You tell me, hey, <laughs> let's go to Taylor Swift in Los Angeles and you should come instead for CMA Fest. I don't know. That's just not what we planned. I know. But let bygones be bygones, but whatever. Next Moving year on. for our spring trip. CMA there Fest. you go. Someone's using their head now. Someone's using a head, yes. So it's like four huge names at Nissan in a row. And then in addition to that, starting at 11 a.m., there are four to five stages littered around Nashville of free music with people who are like up and coming, but like still. I would rather have gone to that than, than Taylor in Nashville. The way that I could have gone, gone twice in LA. Excuse me. I'm going to read you the schedule. You're going to freak out. Well, I'm looking it up. You can read it. I'm going to look up photos. Well, I have to, yeah, I have to read it out loud so people can hear because this is an audio only podcast. I'm not sure if you're aware. <laughs> I'm not sure if you knew that, Ashley, but it's audio only. <laughs> so Thursday night at Nissan, we've got Jordan Davis, Luke Combs, Carly Pierce, Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line, and Dan and Shay. Okay. Carly Pierce is the one I'd be excited for out of that. Do you, I don't know about if you know this about me, but I'm a Dan and Shay hater. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I loved 19 You and Me, but I think they're so silly and ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I saw them. I've seen them a few times for stuff, and I saw I, them most recently at Kenny Chesney. I, I do agree them. with you, and nobody else agrees with me when I say that, too. No, everyone loves them. But their voices are insane. Like, there's no there's no doubt. Like, when you hear them perform, you're like, wow, you're vocal. pop. Your vocals are – yeah, but it's not country. Okay, next we have Friday night. We have Tanya Tucker, Lainey Wilson, Cody Johnson, Miranda Lambert, Keith okay. Urban, and Hardy. If I had to choose one, if I had to, Miranda Lambert, just because I've never seen her, but I'm such a big Cody Johnson fan, much bigger than when I saw him last. Yeah, I really love him. And Party, I also enjoy too. Saturday, we have Tracy Lawrence, Jason Aldean, Little Big Town, Old Dominion, John Party, and Eric Church. Well, Eric, you know, okay, I have another complaint, actually. Okay. I've been telling you for a long time that Eric Church is the one person that I want to see really, really bad, and I've never seen him, Neither. and he doesn't tour – he doesn't tour widely yeah, at all. Yeah. His tours are – I looked up. He's on tour right now. It's places like North Dakota. Like <laughs> it's like really odd choices. Um, and I am a huge Eric Church fan. He might be my number one person. 
So you should have told me all of this a few months ago. I'm so sorry. We bought the tickets for Taylor Swift now live on air. What this event is, especially for free to go. You might as well be telling me what the Super Bowl is. And then Sunday to finish out the weekend, we have Josh Turner, Ashley McBride, Dirk Bentley, Tim McGraw, and Luke Bryan. I choose Tim McGraw out of that. Dirk Bentley's the second choice, though. Yeah, but it's just like a big conglomerate of like all. So are you gonna? camp there like do you go sit down and you're why would i you don't camp move from here your... i live here that's not what i mean that's not what i mean i mean you sit down and you don't move from your seat for like eight hours yeah it starts at eight and it ends at like 1 a.m now that i'm hip and i'm aware to cma fest um that's why i was a little confused why abby used the phrase redneck attire for a black tie award show now that i'm familiar with what you just went with it you were like you know what sure now that i'm familiar with what is going on why don't you before we get into it talk a little bit about how you sustained yourself for your your night last night we did not have time to eat before we went to the concert because we had to try and get there early when doors opened because we didn't know if there was going to be long lines there usually is because again it is free and so we were like rushing out the door after we got ready and you know what I can always count on when I'm rushing out the door and I know I'm going to be hungry later is my first four meat sticks. And let me tell you, the jalapeno heat brought the heat in the concert venue because people, it, first of all, it was a conversation starter. Guys looking at it and laughing, like this girl with her meat stick in the middle of the crowd. Um, it was so great. It kept me full for at least another two hours until I was starving again. Because again, I mean, I, I wouldn't suggest eating just a meat stick for dinner. But honestly, when you're in a pinch, it's portable. I couldn't grab a protein bar because that shit was going to melt in my pocket. It's so hot outside. And the meat stick was literally a lifesaver. I love it so much. And if anyone wants to support our show and support their own health and try the meat sticks for themselves, the link is in our show notes. Thank you, First Form, for sponsoring. Moving forward from your meat stick adventures. Um, and I would say that eating a meat stick in a crowd is pretty audacious, wouldn't you? You know, there's certain summers that stand out to you. For example, a few of mine, in case you were wondering, are the summer of 2016, the summer of 2019 slapped really, really hard. Are you going to tell us why? Or are you just going to give us the I'll years? tell you why, sure. The summer okay. of 2016, it's when everyone graduated high school and, you know, the energy is just like through the roof when you're about to go to college. Yeah. It just stands out in my mind as like uh, a real ping pong summer, if you will. That's <laughs> I think I use that to talk about real coming of age summers. It's a movie. Um, summer of 2019 fabulous summer one of the best of my life our first summer going to the lake um everyone was home and about to be seniors in college we were going out we were staying in things were just fun I was back and forth in Malibu me and you were getting really close that's when we went on a, a memorial weekend together <laughs> yes yeah it just stands out of my was, mind another good summer the summer of Abby's sign. Another good one. This is the last one. Was the summer of 2021. Yes, COVID was kind of lurking around, but it was a fabulous summer. I just remember really loving it. Things were great. We were seeing each other like every two weeks for some reason. Yeah, we had a lot of trips that, that year. It was graduation. It was the lake. It was Austin, Texas. I was spending time in like Maine and New England. Things were just really fabulous. Yeah, then. that was peak. That was a good time. And everything was so cheap to travel because it was during COVID. So needless to say, things I think that we need to try and really bring things full circle this summer. And if you are unhip and you're new to this podcast, our last episode, we did a summer bucket list, which is really, really fun. And this kind of relates to that. We're keeping the good vibes going because I think one key to having a really good summer for me personally is having audacity. 
And by that, I mean taking risks, getting out of your comfort zone, talking to new people, making new friends, putting yourselves in positions to win. And in this case, for me, winning means grilling meats and getting on boats. Those are my two things that I need to to have a good summer. I need to be on the boat as much as possible. I don't have a boat. But there's going to be a bunch of boats that I'm going to be on, and you damn well know that I'm going to make it happen. So basically what we're going to be talking about is how to win your summer. Because if anyone knows how to win something, it's Abby Hutton. It's how to win friends and influence people, except we're giving how to make men grill you meat and get on boats. Correct? Exactly. So I think in order to have a really spectacular summer, you first need to start out with deciding what you're to, what, what's going to make it a winning summer for you. And Abby has decided that hers is going to be boating, men, and meat. Men, meat, and marinas are going to be what's going to catapult Abby to number one this summer to feel like she's winning. So I think that a lot of this, though, this is a lot of nonsense and whatnot, but it all stems down to having confidence to ask for what you want. And a big proponent of this, if you are a single girl and you're trying to have like a hot girl summer, a fun, oh, I saw this thing on TikTok. It was like the last summer. These girls were calling it their last summer. Took the word right out of my really, mouth. Really, really. I love when I read your mind. So they were talking about how eventually, Lord willing, if this is something you want for your life, a lot of people are going to end up getting married, having families and whatnot, what have you. But these are some of our last summers in our young to mid-20s where we'll just have little to no obligations besides work and just grinding and like hanging out with the girlfriends and just having fun. Like our only obligations really to have fun and take care of ourselves. And like that is something to be cherished and celebrated and really leaned into. And we just never know when it's your last summer. So we have to treat every summer like it's our last summer of just being young, fun and girly pops. (laughs) We'll probably be still saying the same thing in our young 30s, but it's our last yeah, summer of our 30s. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't care what anyone says. This is our last summer, so we're going to make the most of it. And a lot of that comes from having the confidence to ask for what you want, like you said, Ashley. And that can start with approaching men. We were just talking about this. Men do not get approached in the wild. Like if you talk to any singular male friend that you have, they're like, that's unheard of. Like girls do not come up to you. And yes, there is something to be said. Like I, I would love to be approached as well. Like I think the man should pursue the girl. But the thing is in today's generation, it's just, it ain't happening for whatever reason. So if you think a boy is cute and he's single, I love shooting my shot. My favorite hobbies are flirting and shooting my shots. Okay. A hundred percent. And yesterday I had this great idea. Feel free to steal this if you want to order some paper fans from Amazon because I had a light bulb go off. Yesterday in the office, some guy was throwing away a box of fans from some iHeart event. And I was like, what's in the box? Like, just curious. And he's like, it's all these like random Adina Menzel like fans from something. And I was like, it's so hot outside. We're going to be standing on the concrete. Like, I would actually love to take some of these fans and like hand them out to people and like make friends. And then I got this idea. I was like, even better, I'll write my phone number or my Instagram or something on the fans and I'll walk up to men and say, you look really hot. Do you need a fan? And use it as a pickup line. And let me tell you, it made so many people smile. It was so fun. It was so funny. Just a great time to lean into the bit. And if anyone is like audacious enough to do that, I highly recommend. Okay. And then since you are the expert, you've been approaching people and men since you were a toddler. And girls too, to make friends as well. <laughs> and girls to make friends since you were a toddler. What do you think, let's say, no one's going to go out of their way to order fans unless you happen to have some. What is someone who's a little more embarrassed? How do you think we should approach someone? Oh, that's I know you've question. never felt embarrassment a day in your life, but try to put yourself in the shoes 
I told her that once and she said, no, Ashley, stars are just like you two. Um, no, sometimes I do get intimidated, but this is just the way I think, actually. This might be yeah, kind no. of helpful. Like yesterday, we were all making a joke of the fans, right? Like in between songs when things can get kind of boring or in between artists, we were like looking around. We were on the hunt, we called it, right? We're on the hunt for some cute boys or like anyone to talk to or befriend or whatever. And so we were looking around. And there was this one really attractive man and I was like kind of nervous to approach him because also I think it's just the fear of rejection. It's the same thing for guys. Like you're just afraid they're going to go up and they're going to like make fun of you or some shit, which no one's going to do that. But I just told myself, what would I regret more? Going up to him and like saying the wrong thing and like making a fool of myself and embarrassing myself for literally 13 seconds of my entire life that I will not remember or well, I regret not talking to him because what if, what if that man's your husband? Like you never know. And I always come to the conclusion that I'll regret not shooting my shot more because I don't want to live with what ifs. And that really propels me to act in my life. And another thing that I also use as like a coping mechanism for whenever I do get a little bashful is I'm pretty sure this is from the movie. We bought a zoo. Are you familiar? Yeah, it is. Yeah. The saying that, all you need is 20 seconds of courage and it can change your life. I know that sounds cheesy and it sounds dumb, but if you think about it, all you really need are 20 seconds of courage to go up and talk to someone and you just never know who you're going to meet in this world. Your whole life could be changed or you could just be exactly back in the same place that you started and nothing's changed, but you'll never know unless you use your 20 seconds of courage wisely. Also in the TV show Lost, this is another one, in the TV show Lost, he's talking, he's a surgeon, the main character, and they're obviously stuck on the island, and he's telling someone else, oh, I don't let myself get scared anymore. And she's like, oh, how do you do that? He's like, well, for five seconds exactly, I let myself be the most scared I've ever been in my entire life, and I count down for five, and after that, that's it. I'm done being scared. It was just five seconds, and it's over now, and I'm going to move on. Yeah, and although these are from dumb shows and movies and things, it's actually really helpful and smart because it's like you have to remember you're in, in control of your emotions. Like you can turn those negative thoughts off. It might be easier said than done, but if that's what it takes to get yourself your dream life, that's what it takes. If you don't have fans with you or props, not people fans, Adina Menzel fans, if you don't have fans with you or props, you always said to comment on a third party yes, thing. Yes, that's what I was going to get to. The band, the song. Oh, you explain them. The band, the song, something about the merch, the hats. You just walk up to them and you strike up a conversation as if you've been friends for your whole life and you're like, hey, how about like this hat over there? Or you can even talk about someone else in the crowd, like another stranger if they're doing something silly, like just something to get the conversation going besides, hi, my name's Abby, what's your name? Um, cause I just think that brings people out of their shell and it's easier for them. And then something also to remember always is if there is, if you are feeling nervous, you can easily remember that the other person's probably feeling a little nervous too, and just get them talking about themselves. That's like the number one rule in sales and networking and anything. Just ask them questions about them and get them talking and then see where that goes. But people love to talk about themselves because they always have the answers. And a fail safe is still, hi, I want to come and introduce myself. My name's Ashley and I really like uh the hat that you're wearing yes boys never get complimented enough we always talk about guys complimenting girls but it goes a long way so that's how abby is going to accrue these people for her boat that's step one yes and also step two step two is go online and get some trucker hats with funny sayings and use them as conversation starters i'll explain kaylee and i recently got an instagram ad my friend kaylee here and I got one that says, I'm not like other girls, I'm worse. And she got one that's, that's funny. It's really funny. And she got one that says, I only talk to boys with boats. And we're going to wear them around 
and we're going to make friends. People are going to laugh at them, et cetera, et cetera. And they're going to be like, I'm not like other girls. Word. I'm worse. <laughs> they're going to be like, no, seriously though. Like who do you know that has a vote and when can we go on it? Like it's just a perfect gateway into that conversation. Um, and then not about the men so much, but let's talk about having confidence and audacity with how you want to dress this summer, how you want to be perceived, how you want to put yourself out there. I've been thinking about this a lot. I've always been someone who thinks that my outfits are a reflection of who I am on the inside. And I really lean into that. And I love that. And so clearly I wear like really fun, bright, costumey type clothes because that's just what makes me happiest. But I really think this summer, if you are trying to have like a wild feral girl summer, the sayings on the t-shirts and on the hats, like I just explained, are going to get you so far. There are so many funny t-shirts out there that you can you can even make yeah. them you can DIY can be like a thing but honestly like anything like that that's a conversation starter it makes it so much easier to go up and like talk to strangers or have strangers approach you if you're in big public settings like Broadway etc like it's just so funny and so that's what I'm gonna make yourself approachable yeah what if you don't live in a big city and you don't have a bunch of outlets like this. You have in your life lived in a very small, small, yeah. small city. I mean, I don't have all the answers. I'm not. I'm just like only speaking no. from my own experience. I've tried Bumble BFF before though. Have you ever? Oh yeah. No, how'd it go? It was okay. I think it's really hard when you're in a small town, but I would just suggest getting out of your comfort zone. And if you live somewhere like near a metropolitan area, go there, go to a coffee shop, do whatever it takes to make friends that way. And you've got to get out of your bubble because if you're feeling suffocated and like you've already exhausted all your options, your only other option is to get out of the bubble that you're in and outsource. You could always treat summertime as if you are at summer camp. 100%. So when you go to like summer camp, 100%. when you go to, I mean, this from a friend's perspective, when you go to summer camp, it's like, I'm just throwing everything. Not that I've ever been. And I yeah. wish I had as a kid, um, but I've been in situations where things are new, like not permanent. They're like a month long thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you are throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks for friends. I don't care if I don't get along that great with this person. They're just fun and it's just for summer camp. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying you should make friends and drop them, but I'm just saying for summer, treat it like camp and collect as many people as humanly possible. Cast a wide net. They don't have to be your lifelong friend. They'll probably get busy in the fall when everyone goes back home for the holidays anyways. <laughs> just cast a wide net. See who's fun. They literally don't have to stick. You know, that's exactly what it is, Ashley. It's taking the pressure off. I think a lot of people think like if I try and introduce myself to this man or this new group of girls that I see out or whatever, it's like all this pressure that like they're going to change the course of your life. But if you remember that everything's temporary because truly everything in life is temporary and you approach it like a kid at summer camp where it's like, who cares what these people think of me? You're just going to be yourself because you might not see them again. We're all just passing through. Yeah, we're all just passing through, wandering nomads that takes a lot of pressure off and it makes it a lot easier to talk to people. And if we, if we remember, we're all in the same boat, especially in your twenties, like we're all just kind of floating around. No one has any like solid roots. We're all trying to figure out what we want from our careers, our cities, our lives, who we're going to surround ourselves with. So if everyone's in the same boat, it should be really easy to like talk to other people because they're going to most likely be very receptive to what you have to say because they want to make friends too. Everybody wants to make friends. And also I think when, Back to the summertime, like, you know, we're just accruing people. It's okay if you hang out with someone once over the summer, twice perhaps. Everyone's always traveling. Just because you are, like, casting this net doesn't mean everyone has to be your best friend forever and ever. I'm such a big proponent of hitting people up 
even if you haven't seen them in a couple months and being like, I miss you. Do you want to go for a walk? I recently just did that with someone who I hadn't seen in literally, I believe, six months. Well, a few months is like a few weeks. Like adulthood is like dog years. Yeah. Like <laughs> the years go by quickly or whatever. The days are long. The years are short. No, but if you think like, oh, too much time has passed. Like I can't reach out to this person. I promise you that you can. Like if they're still in your network and you actually want to see them, don't do it just because like you feel like you should. But if you actually want to see them and continue pursuing a friendship, text them, tell them something made you think of them, ask them if they want to go for a walk or grab coffee and the rest is history. And your walk went well, didn't it? It went really well. And now we're going to hang out again. So look at that. <laughs> if you're coming from a place of genuineness, I don't think genuity, genuineness. I don't know. Being genuine. <laughs> if you're coming from a place of being genuine, I don't think there's such a thing as too much yeah. time. Oh, and then I think also you have to have audacity this summer with doing something even if no one around you wants to also. I didn't finish my summer bucket list. I know that we started talking about our bucket list last week and we both said we were going to make a physical one. I made a physical one in the notes of my phone so far. Me too. But I only put like 15 things on it. I'll keep going. But one of the things was to do like three things alone, like real activities alone. Because you had told me I'm better at being alone than you. I don't think that's true. I do think it's true. I still do. But I did do something alone recently and then like I grabbed a coffee after and I was like, oh, that I actually do enjoy being alone out in public at new places. I think it's really nice. And it's, it's something nice. to also work on. There's two times that I really enjoy being alone. There's a time and a place. Yeah. I actually really like if I'm going shopping for something specific, I do like going alone without friends because I don't want other people's opinions to sway. Like if I want to purchase something, I very much value a lot of my friends' opinions. And then if they say they don't like it, and but you actually secretly do like it, then you're like, in a weird spot, you know? And also everything just takes way too long when everyone's trying on the clothes. So I like to just go by myself on my own timeline, whatever. And then also when I go to the pool, a lot of the times I love going to the pool alone because I can just do whatever I want. I don't have to talk to people. I can read my book. I can listen to my podcast. I can listen to my music. I can get in the water. I can get out of the water. I can leave whenever I want. And you can play mermaids. You can play mermaids. Or George Washington. You can handstand competitions. And also when you go places alone in your 20s in general, it's so much easier to make friends because if you're with your friend, you're probably just going to be focused on them. And it's harder for people to approach you if you're in groups. There's a lot of reasons, but I just feel like it is a lot. Obviously, it's hard to go places alone, but it's a lot easier to talk to new people. And not even making friends necessarily, but just having extended conversations with like anyone that's around yeah. you. The person at the next table, a service person that's like handing you your coffee, yeah. just having extended conversations is a lot easier when you are on your own. And it's like that old saying, like, if you want to be around fun people, you have to be a fun person. If you want you, something in your life, you have to be that. I'm looking up at, I'm sorry, there's a piece of art in my apartment that says, be the energy you want to attract. And that is so accurate. There you go. So accurate. <laughs> if you want to have a fun summer, you have to be a fun person. Yeah. If you want to, you know, have confidence, be around confident people, you have to also be confident. And it's, you can just you have it to too. do that first. That's the beauty of life. That's isn't the it? thing about confidence <laughs> is no one knows if it's real or not. I'm pretty sure that's a euphoria. Yeah. Quote. So if there are any things that you have like on your summer bucket list that you are like, how am I, how am I going to get someone to do this with me? Yeah. There's no harm in going alone. It is not embarrassing in the least, in my opinion. Have the audacity to do things alone. But also speaking of summer bucket list, just because we can't stop, something that's fun and tactical is if you bring up that idea to your friends, 
It's really fun because you can just share the note on your phone and assign Mm -hmm. an emoji to each friend, which I have done recently. So each of us are assigned to an emoji that most fits us. Mine's a crown, obviously. And other people like (laughs) – Not a bear bottle? one friend who has like a really nice butt. Hers is a peach. Like we all picked our own emojis. Not a beer bottle, no. But then when we accomplish the thing on the bucket list, we put the emoji that relates to us next to the thing as opposed to just a check mark. And so we can see like we can check up on like what everyone's doing because we can't do every single activity together. We all have different friends and stuff. So but it's good to like check in with everyone. Like how are you guys doing on your list? You know? Very smart, Abby. I love it. Women in STEM. Women in tech. (laughs) (laughs) And a good example of if build it and they will come, like if you want something, you have to do it yourself. Abby's birthday is coming up this summer. And for some reason, our birthday episodes always – And I won't let anyone forget it. (laughs) That too. (laughs) Abby's birthday is coming up this summer and you just get to an age in your life. I think – I personally think it happens around 19 where you have to take your birthday into your own hands. No one is going to plan it for you unless you have a husband. I don't even think a boyfriend's going to pull his weight. Unless you have a husband – he probably won't either. Nobody is going to take this into their own hands except for yourself. And I know so many people, I know people crown their birthdays for different reasons. I'm getting older. I didn't do X, Y, and Z. But the people that cry because their birthday day didn't go the way they wanted to, I'm sorry that is on you. <laughs> Unless your friends didn't show up. Like if, yeah. like that's of course something. But if you didn't tell people what you wanted to get out of your birthday, mm-hmm. out of your birthday trip, out of your birthday party – that's on you. You have to tell people. That's some tough love, but I agree with you 100%. And I think if you're somebody who just doesn't really care about your birthday, obviously that doesn't matter. But we're talking about the people who care desperately and like want to (laughs) look forward to it. I always justify it too, because this summer I'm turning 25 and I just feel like that's a big birthday. I feel like the big birthdays that everyone cares about are like 10 because it's double digits, 16, 18, 21, 25, and then 30. So I'm not going to have like a big quote unquote important birthday again until I'm 30. You're 75th. And so I'm like, I need to go all out. I want to have a party, all this stuff. And I'm not going to be ashamed. I'm not going to be the girl that's like, you know, like it would be nice to have this and like hope that people pick up the slack. Like absolutely the fuck not. If I want something done right, I'm doing it myself. And that is what I recently told someone. I was like inviting them to my birthday party verbally. And I said, don't worry, I'm going to send out an Evite, et cetera, et cetera. However, they were like, oh, why are you planning your own birthday party? Aren't other people supposed to do that? Oh my gosh. Who on earth would plan it for no, you? No, that's what I'm saying. People have such busy lives. Your mother? We're all adults. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I live across the country from my parents. I would never expect my parents to throw a birthday party or know anything even remotely close to what I would like at my birthday party either. It would be like for a stranger if they threw one. And <laughs> <laughs> my friends, everyone's busy. I don't want to burden people with that. And honestly, I think it's kind of fun. Like I would like to pick every single detail about my party so that it's exactly what I want. No, a hundred percent. Hello? You are – there is no way another person is going to plan it for you. And if you don't have a birthday this summer, maybe you're going out of town and you're the one who suggested it or something, you have to ask for what you want when it's something like that. You got to. Yeah. Or else you're going to come home disappointed and things just aren't going to go your way. And you just got to have as much audacity as Abby trying to book a venue for her party. The best thing that anyone has ever said to me, which has been said to me maybe three times in my life from different people – can't imagine what are, it's say. They have said – Sometimes when I get nervous to do something, it could be relating to a oh, lot of different things. I, I pretend I'm you. I think in my head, what would Abby do in this situation? Uh-huh. And I've been told that about you. That's literally <laughs> the nicest thing I have ever heard in my life. Like for real. I thought to myself that to myself 
the other day. I was like, okay, Abby would feel this way, so I should just act like that. <laughs> Get off your high horse, though. <laughs> yeah, don't let it go to your head, sweetheart. But no, I just think that's really yeah. special because I think that way about other people as well, too. But yeah. in general, I do think I'm a pretty like bold person. I think that's an accurate description. Bull in a china shop. And therefore, I will be planning my own birthday party, and it will be wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Um, if what about if what do you think about if someone maybe is moving to a new place far from home, like in June, or they were like, "Oh man, I was gonna have such a good summer, and now I moved away from anything and everyone I've ever known." Well, I say I think summer's a perfect time to throw everything at the wall. Yeah, clean slates like, are freeing. Yeah. You can start over. You can reinvent yourself. You can go by a different name. You can do whatever you want when you start over and you don't know. Uh, Abby's tried to go by different names so many times in her life. Not even getting started with a new name. Stuck, yeah. But I think that's actually fun in the perfect time because everyone is looking for fun. Yes, slates are clean and the energy is up there and and everyone's just looking to drink on a rooftop. Yeah, there's just more serotonin in the summer and people are just in general like more relaxed and more friendly. So it's like the perfect time to make friends. No seasonal depression here. (laughs) Yeah, that really gets you down, doesn't it? And me me and like half the population too. (laughs) (laughs) Not just me. (laughs) How about that? Yeah, how do you like them apples? apples? Um, But I think that this all just kind of comes from a place of you have to figure out what you'd like. This It sounds so serious, but to have a fun summer. Mm -hmm. And then you have to put yourself in positions to obtain that. And you have to practice having confidence. You have to practice having confidence. It's just a muscle that you have to practice talking to people and putting yourself in new situations and alone situations and approaching people. And I think that there's just something to be said for it. I think it's a useful thing to develop at this age, this stage in the game. And you don't have to go to bars to do these things. You can approach someone in a coffee shop. Or at a park. Shopping. At a pool. Anywhere there's yeah. a large conglomerate of people. Yeah. I went to a pool party on Saturday and I really had to practice my making friends muscle because I was with two other girls and I wanted to make some more friends and talk to the people there and make it more fun because it was one of those parties where it was like, a big group of people like nobody really knew each other it wasn't like everyone knew each other yeah and I was like why not use this time to make some friends you know and I had a lot of conversations with people they're not always gonna go great it's not a reflection of you you have to remember like not every conversation you're gonna hit it off with the person and become best friends but then after like four minutes or four different conversations of with different people I really did hit it off with a couple girls and now I'm friends with one of them so you just never know until you try and then they all got scared of you because of how aggressive you played pool volleyball. Yeah, and then I beat all their asses in the pool, slamming that thing, spike. <laughs> and also don't forget to be literally everywhere on TikTok and Instagram and newsletters for your city. There are so many events that they just post about mm-hmm. different bars or restaurants and stuff on their Instagram. And there's so much going on. And you just have to be everywhere all at once. Now now we got snack time, which is our segment where we talk about all the stuff we've been consuming in the media, movies, books, podcasts, music. Um, I think that's all all the mediums um, Art, that we enjoy. paintings, real cultural yes. stuff. Yeah, real culture yeah. girls. Um, so first, before I talk about something new, this is two things that I always watch in summertime. You might know this about me. There's two movies that I always watch in summer. One of them is Getting Close to the Fourth of July. I think I think that's a movie My Girl is such a summer-infused movie. I know it's a sad movie and you cry at the ending when – I'm looking it up because I can't picture it right now. 
but there's it takes place over the a summer in like the early 70s or late 60s or something um it takes place over the summertime oh. it's jamie lee curtis is in it it's very very fourth of july infused and i was used to watch it when i was little so now it just vividly reminds me of the fourth of july cute oh my gosh yes okay i know this movie another one i watch in the summer i do this is like on the TV the way the Family Stone is in the winter. Jaws is always like on the TV during the summertime because <laughs> again, Fourth of July. Jaws is always on the TV. Fourth of <laughs> Fourth of July scenes, New England. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I see. I picture it. How about the summer yeah. I turned pretty for like more mainstream? I girls? actually am going to really. <laughs> Your choices are Jaws or The Summer I Turned Pretty. I actually was planning on rewatching that because that made me feel so many emotions it's last so summer. Summery. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I will be rewatching that. Okay. So I started reading and we can talk about it in depth because Abby just read it, but I'll I'll finish it by like next week. Uh, Happy Place. I'm like 70 pages in. I have a lot of thoughts about okay, it. Okay. I'm really excited to hear your thoughts because I read it in silence and did not have a chance to discuss with anyone. So what what were your thoughts so far? <laughs> I read it in silence. Yeah. No one else. It wasn't a communal experience. It was just me, myself, and the book. So, Well, I love it. Um, I know that you pushed it so heavily towards me as it's a lake house with a group of best friends and there's exactly like seven of them or yeah. something. So I kind of am yearning for them to talk about that mm-hmm. more than the relationship. Me too, like, me too, me too. Kick the relationship to the curb. I want to hear about the friendship. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I love – I think like the best locale in America is probably New England. So I love that whole setting and stuff. I love how tender it all is. And I, oh, I'm a sucker. I know some people hate it. I'm a sucker for a back and forth present and past tense. And I know that people, for some reason, which I'm usually – I can say, yeah, I don't like this writer. It's too fluffy and stuff. But I actually really like Emily Henry. I don't know why everyone likes to hate on her. I I feel like people love her or they like to hate on her. Right. I th- I like her sometimes more than Colleen Hoover than some of her books. She Emily Henry just feels very 2000s rom-com to me. Yes. Yeah. It's still like a really – Like I feel like I'm movie. literally watching a 2000s rom-com. Yeah. I like the way she lays things out, and I like the way she describes love. There were multiple things that I underlined. And there's a – oh, yeah, I have some pages marked. I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> off, off air with Ryan Seacrest. Um, there, this book, I noticed, compared to her other ones, the characters are really witty. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of lines where they would say where I was like, oh, wow, I wouldn't necessarily think of that. That was so witty. And it must be so hard to write witty dialogue. Right, because you're not even bouncing off of anyone. It's just you versus you. You're not bouncing. You're bouncing off of yourself in your head. (laughs) UVU. Ping pong for one. Like there was one line that I read and I was going to tell you, she was, she sees her best friend for the first time in a year and she's like, you look so young. Have you like had work done? And she's like, yeah, do I look 30? years younger she's like yes just like a newborn you look like you were born yesterday yeah but they're all deadpan serious and it's so witty and I couldn't imagine writing wit but I like it a lot I like the setting obviously um for some reason I was dumb and I didn't see it coming why they're at that lake house like they, they say it in the beginning like we're here because it's our last summer right. I think it says that on the book cover I right. just bought it I didn't read it right <laughs> I didn't even know it was it's, our last summer so my jaw dropped open when I read that yeah um, and I am finding it a little bit hard to keep all the characters straight in my head visually. Yeah, there are kind of a lot. Sometimes like, there's a lot going back on. to the cover of the book, honestly, and I'd be like, what does this person look like? Okay, got it. Yeah, because there's like seven of them or something. Um, but I thoroughly and en- I thoroughly enjoy and I will finish it promptly. 
Yes, highly recommend. And we can do a cast list after. Oh, yeah, we should do a cast list. We should do yours now since it's fresher in your mind. Okay, yeah, good idea. And save it. Um, Something that I – I've been so damn busy. I haven't been watching movies or reading books really or shows. However – I do recommend a music artist because I've been listening to a lot of music lately. Big music week here in Nashville. And he's up and coming. I don't know that like a ton of people really know about him. His name is Nate Smith. And I think he's bigger than you think. I think he's, yeah, he's blown up. He just released recently a whole album. I went to his album release, whatever. And he performed last night at Whiskey Jam. So it's very top of mind. His voice is so damn good and earnest. And a lot of the lyrics and his songs are really impactful. And there are some that are just records and your favorite, truth. like upbeat, fun country bangers. But then there's also some that are slower and like really intense. And I learned last night that he's been through a divorce. And so he's been through like loss, tortured and soul hurt, and all these things. And it's, it really shows in his music and in his voice. And he is a great performer. And if you like country music, I highly recommend Nate Smith to everyone. Well, let me know if he has any songs to add to the playlist of men that are proud of their lives. I will, yeah. That's literally the best thing ever. I was listening to it this morning. Ashley sent me the There's only six songs. It's hard to find yeah. one more. It's a real niche I'll thing, find yeah. more as I listen, then I'll send it to you. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that everyone has a ton of audacity this summer and all your dreams come true. If you like this podcast, as always, please, please, please share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at just go with it.podcast and have yourselves a bitchin' summer. <laughs>